Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, where we discuss all sorts of things Germanic heathenry related. My name is Jesse, and I'm your host. Let's get into it. Mm-mm-mm. Delicious and nutritious taste, just like whiskey. Because uh, that's what we're drinking tonight, folks, here on the second to last episode of season four of the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I hope I didn't blow your eardrums out when I just yelled into the microphone, shouted from the podcast rooftops. My thanks and appreciation for all of your support this year you guys have been great um it's been an interesting year i'll put it that way you know for the podcast there's been a lot of changes that have taken place if you guys are still listening to this and you've always listened to it and you've never watched the show then not much has really changed for you i don't think um but a lot of stuff has changed for me you know in the kind of behind the scenes as it were with the podcast you know we only do the videos now on patreon which to my um, everybody that pledges their support on Patreon um, at just the minimum dollar amount, um, thank you guys so much for helping uh, allow me allowing me to to continue doing these video podcasts in this way. Um, it's been a year of discovery. It's been a year of learning. You know, we're going to be recapping a lot of things. I think um, here in the next week or two, with regards to the year, I'm, I'm sure this is you know not something that, or this is something that I'm sure a lot of you is. Um, you know, you get into that mindset, you know, you start reflecting, you start looking back, everything that you've done, what you want to do, what you are doing. Um, and it's no different, you know, I'm no different than <clears throat> a lot of folks with, with regards to that, of course. So, but thank you. Um, thank you, especially to my chieftain tier and above, uh, patrons on Patreon, you guys, uh, willing and, and able to, uh, pledge that added support. Um, I do want to make mention to you real quick. That starting in 2024, the monthly rune draws are going to happen on a little bit of a different cycle. Um, in the past, I've, I've uh, well, in, in in the recent past, you know, if you've been pledging your support at that at that tier, then you know you would get um, you would get your your rune polls from me emailed to you. Um, a month after I would draw them. So in other words, if it was, you know, December's rune draw, I would send it to you in January, that sort of thing. I'm going to be doing something a bit different going forward. Um, so for those of you who did receive November's rune poll earlier this, uh, earlier this month, I am going to be sending you December's rune poll at the end of this month. And going forward in 2024, you will receive your month's rune poll at the beginning of the month. Um, you know, so if you are pledging your support at the Chieftain tier or above, and, you know, with that comes the, the monthly rune draw, um, you know, I will, I will be sending you your rune polls after your payments are uh, remitted essentially okay uh, so i think it's usually around the first of the month you know um 
So, you know, within the first week of each month, you'll be getting your, your monthly rune draws. Um, so if you want to keep getting them, make sure that you're up, up on the up and up with all of that. Um, and then starting in January of 2024, you will be getting your monthly rune pulls at the beginning of each month. So December's rune pull will be coming at the end of December. And then starting in January, at the beginning of January, within the first week or so of January, you will be receiving your, your rune pulls for that month. And we will continue that fashion going forward. I think it's probably better that way. I mean, it, thinking about it, like, you know, your rune pull for the month behind you is, I don't know. Um, anyways, that's the plan. I hope you guys don't mind. Um, and aside from that, you know, with the last couple of weeks left of the month coming up here, I do want to remind you folks out here that if you need or want to get some last minute shopping done um, and support the podcast, support what I do, um, remember that everything on MidgardMusingStore.com is 50% off when you use the promo code Yule23. It's on here uh, on your screen right now. Uh, but for those of you listening, the, the promo code is Yule23, Y-U-L-E-2-3, at checkout. And it's a 50% off of your total order. Um, and that is running now until the end of the month, the end of the year, December 31st. Your 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 uh, your promo deal is done with. It's, it's, it's expired. So take advantage of it. Um, again, get you some something nice for for friends family kids um yourself maybe you want to treat yourself and it also helps support the podcast so again that is midgardmusingsstore.com use promo code yule23 um, at checkout so what are we talking about today guys and gals and and non-binary folks and children and, and pets and Seen and unseen creatures in all the nine realms. We are talking today about what do you do once you're a heathen? Um, this is not going to be a how to heathen 101 sort of thing and you know, or how to do basic rituals or whatever, but it's what do you do once you have, have kind of identified yourself as a heathen and what does even that mean and, and all that. Now, this may seem basic or rudimentary or you know, pointless maybe to some. But um, no, there was there was something that I've I've recently gotten into listening to. Um, well, he's recently started putting more content out, which I find really interesting, really cool. Um, I love his twist on things, and I love his presentation of it. And I think um, I would like to get him here on the podcast um, in season five. I know we've talked around it a little bit, but in terms of just the kind of guy that he is, um, I think it would be a really fun episode to just wrap back and forth with um but on social media I, I know he's on tiktok i know he's got a facebook page um if he's got anything else i'll be sure to link it in the description um or in the show notes if you guys are listening um he's known as the heathen nerd or heathen nerd um and like i said he's got facebook he's got um tiktok might even have a youtube channel but again whatever social links he has will be linked down uh, in the show notes or in the description of this video. So, you know, check those out for you to see and hear more. Um, but some of what his content has recently been around is um, kind of this, you know, ah, so, you know, you're, 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 you're a Norse pagan now. And well, so here's, here are the different phases of, of your journey and, and he, his, his whole delivery of it. We're going to be watching something here today 
uh, for those of you listening, you'll be hearing it, but for everybody here on the video platform on, on Patreon, you guys will be watching it with me and I'm going to kind of just react a little bit along the way. Um, you know, the three phases of your Norse pagan journey and, and so forth. Um, but as you saw from like the thumbnail and, and kind of the title of this, uh, title of this podcast, it was, um, I wanted to talk a bit around some of the things that he is going over in his videos. I think the one that we're going to be watching today is, is like seven or eight minutes long, something like that. And there are certain things about this, that things that he says that I want to kind of touch on a bit more or expand on. And, uh, interestingly, what um what these videos have have come out as um are i don't want to say the result of contacting me but i know he has sent me some videos before publishing them and asking me my opinions my thoughts you know hey do you think this is off track do you think you know um you know do you want to weigh in on any of this right and i'm like man you know i think this is great it's it's some of it's really funny you know and and, and uh but i think it's overall just a really good summary or good breakdown of the various phases of our journey that we find ourselves in as Norse pagans and you yourself may be listening or watching to this video now um, whether you are a phase one pagan or phase two or phase three right various stages of the game um, you'll probably like I have with uh, with what we're going to be listening and watching you'll probably find yourself uh, relating to the stuff that that this dude's talking about um, so his name is Justin. We'll just keep it on a first name basis. So shout out to Justin of uh, Heathen of the Heathen Nerd, uh, or he is the Heathen Nerd. He he does comics. You know he he does his own art and 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 puts a really fun and kind of thought stimulating twist to his content. So be sure to check him out in his social links that I'm going to have linked down below or over here or there wherever you find it. Um and uh yeah let's 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 kind of dive into some of the things about being a heathen um i know the term heathen gets used you know pretty loosely and 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 pretty um freely as the term to describe germanic pagans right those folks who have adopted a polytheistic view of the world or or, or adopted polytheism into their life and have focused their attention on the germanic or norse gods and goddesses right um but but there's more to there's more to it than just that you know heathen being kind of this umbrella term um that kind of goes over an even bigger umbrella or small umbrella i don't know the the, the, the scale of how it goes you know i mean heathens are pagans not all pagans are heathens so if you want to consider paganism as this big umbrella Heathen is you need a, a, a another umbrella over that umbrella that probably smaller, yeah, well definitely smaller, um, that kind of encompasses a an, an even smaller demographic or an even smaller group of of pagans, and not all uh, heathens have the same worldviews, you know. Um, there's you know if, if you're if you're a mainland continental more along the lines of what would be considered like a Saxon heathen, you know, your worldviews are going to vary slightly. Probably you're going to have different names for things. Then let's say those uh, who might be considered or who might identify or call themselves or be known as Norse pagan, right? 
the Icelandic model, the, the, the Scandinavian variety, the Scandinavian version of, of, uh, of heathenry. Um, those beliefs or those names of gods, goddesses, deities, whites, uh, Vatir, what have you, um, those various names that, that come up in various sources um, from further north than the southern continental Germanic lands where these beliefs sort of originated from. So again, um, you, you kind of can see how this structure of polytheism, right, uh, and, and, and paganism as Germanic paganism, Germanic heathenry, uh, kind of has different sects, right, S-E-C-T-S, um, and different parts. And sects might be a, a bad terminology for it, uh, term, terminology for it, but we're going to go with it. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, what does it mean to be heathen? If, if you're not thinking in certain ways, can you call yourself a heathen? If you don't believe in certain things, can you call yourself a heathen and still, you know, now, uh, I'm going to also preface all of this, what I'm saying by saying that, um, you know, before we get into the discussion, the, uh, you know, the, the review of, of Justin's videos and stuff. You know, before I get into all this, don't don't get me wrong here. Don't don't think that out of all the years, out of all the time, months, whatever that you spent listening and watching my content, that now all of a sudden I'm saying that, you know, the titles matter, the names matter, the this thing, that, and that, all that matters. It 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 doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, right? If you want to call yourself a heathen and you don't have all of the worldviews that go along with it, I'm not going to be the one to sit back here and and judge you or, or 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 have any disdain for you um but like some of the things that we're going to be hearing uh from justin's video today um be prepared for some backlash from people in the community okay that are going to have something to say about you calling yourself or appropriating a title or a name or whatever the case may be right um if you're not 100 thinking the way they think or or whatever um i'm not like that um I've done I've done videos before where I'm like, you know, am I even a Norse pagan? Right. Um, I have very animistic views of the world. You know, not everything that uh, I don't, you know, not everything that I believe in on a day to day basis um, would probably fall under this, the, the, the strict. I want to say strict, but, you know, the. Because um, it is it's, it's a bit more fluid than, you know, dogmatic religions. Um, like Christianity, Islam, Judaism, stuff like that. But I mean, what I'm saying is, is like, is is just because I don't follow everything 100% to a T as a traditional Germanic heathens worldview would be, does that make me incapable or unable to use the term heathen to describe my belief or, or religiosity or faith or whatever? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I think it's largely enough, close enough to, to, to be, you know, it, close enough right and and again not everybody's going to be thinking the same way not everybody's going to be believing in the same thing in the exact same way there's going to be a lot of nuance though um that is shared so heathen is just it, it, it's fine so let's not let's not split too many hairs um let's not get into the minutiae of it um but let's let's just dive right into to justin's video real quick though because i think there's plenty enough here to to start with. So again, this is like 
three the three phases of your Norse pagan journey. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm going to be sharing it on my screen, so I'm going to be kind of pausing and, and comment commentating along as we go. So for those of you listening and watching, you'll understand it. But um, here we go. Let's get started. To become a Norse pagan. Now what? Well, now you start your journey. And on this journey, you should be growing, changing, evolving, if you will. And while the process looks different for everyone, there are some general faces that we can talk about. That's it. That's phase one. It's it's the skull phase. It's the you know hell Odin and all that, right? It it's that was hilarious. I love that. That's the introduction to to this whole thing. Go to his page, his 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 TikTok if you guys have it. Um, everything's gonna say gonna be linked down in the description and all that. But follow the whole thing, watch the whole thing. I mean, um, but we're, I, I just wanted to say like that was that was freaking hilarious. So this is as bad as you're gonna be, and it's not really so much as bad as it is annoying. In your first phase, you're gonna find yourself immersed in an entire world and adopting the entire aesthetic of it. You're gonna want the tattoos, the jewelry, the altars, and the decorations. You're gonna to try to make this your entire personality. However, you will still have a mountain of deconstruction to do. You're gonna carry with you your preconceived notions of the divine and expectations of what all of this is. I do just want to mention uh, real quick, making this your personality, right? Um, and, you know, and he's using some imagery and stuff that is, you know, uh, Floki from the TV show Vikings, this, you know, blonde lady with an axe and, and, and all of that, you know, uh, very Germanic or Scandinavian looking things, you know, decorating uh, your, 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 yourself, right? Putting either artwork uh, permanently into your skin, getting the tattoos, getting the jewelry, right? The trappings, things to, to, to wear that are expressions of your belief, right? Um, and, and again, like he said, you know, making it every part of your personality, even probably down to, in some ways, you know, dressing up um, or dressing down or dressing in a fashion that is reflective of a bygone time, you know, wearing tunics and things like that. Um, which I've done uh, and, and still continue to do. You guys see me on some of my videos wearing linen tunics or, or you know, uh, shirts and stuff that have a very old-fashioned look to them, right? They, they're not the typical thing that you see in today's society, um, in modern societies, um, you know, uh, fashion statement. It's, 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 it's archaic a bit in a way. But I think that that is an important aspect of phase one really becoming immersed into things and finding interest and finding the the beauty in the aesthetic of those things you know being drawn to the imagery being drawn to the 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 historical style you know um now granted you know a, a lot of pop culture has skewed the the imagery and, and made things to be not historically accurate you know so when you watch things like you know, the TV show Vikings and you see these guys dressed in certain armor. I mean, that was that's definitely not historically accurate armor or looks or anything like that. But it was it's for Hollywood, right? It's for TV. It's for entertainment. 
So realize that, know that, but also um, I, I think it's an important thing to, to key in on is so much of what we identify as as a, as, a, as a culture now, as a society now, as people now, as humanity now is based heavily on our what we see. You know, we draw our conclusions, we base our conclusions, we are appealed to things from how we receive them through our eyes. And if we can't see it, it doesn't ne- it doesn't have nearly as much of, of an appeal for a lot of people as it would be if we were just uh, if we didn't have that that visual aspect all right um so let's get back you're gonna be corrected a lot but you should keep in mind that this is not a jab at you personally one of the bigger notions that can be misleading in paganism is a general one of no wrong answers or that you can just simply do whatever you feel is right and call it paganism and go about your way while norse paganism is far from a level of structure of more predominant religions There are areas where an aspect of right or wrong or correct or incorrect still apply. Mm -hmm. So like I was just saying before, how, you know, the dogmatic aspects of certain dominant religions, like you mentioned, um, uh, the right, wrong, you know, what and I've talked about this before, not in in probably not even a month or so ago's uh, episode about, you know, you're doing it wrong. Are you doing it wrong? Dogma and heathenry and all that. There are there are certain things that if you are calling yourself heathen, if you're going to adopt that name, if you're going to adopt that view of the world, if you're going to be that, then there are certain things that go with it. You know, it's it may be not it may not be this, you know, maybe I may be oversimplifying or maybe I'm, I'm totally off the mark. But, you know, if I want to call myself a carpenter and i don't know how to read a tape measure then what good is me being able to bang a few nails cut a few pieces of wood and do some math you know if i can't measure things out if i can't do the the intricate parts of it if i don't understand everything there is to being a carpenter then i really can't call myself a carpenter i can learn about it Right. Because and guess what? You're not going to learn everything about a, a trade like that overnight. You're going to have to apprentice under someone. You're going to have to learn under people. And there are right ways of doing things and there are wrong ways of doing things. Same way with heathenry. You know, um, yes, there is a there's there's a lot of flexibility. There's a bit, you know more fluidity maybe within paganism as a whole than there is in some of these other, like you say, dominant religions. Um, but please don't come into this thinking that you can just be all carefree, willy-nilly, doing whatever you want, however you want, whenever you want, and still call it that in its in in, in that sense. And, and that's about as far as I want to go with it, I think, on, on that. So that's my take on it. Um, but let's listen to the rest. In this phase, you should be deconstructing your old world views, asking questions, reading your lore, listening to those with more time under their belts. Real quick, don't forget the sagas, all right? It's not just about the lore. It's not just about the stories you know, um, of the gods, goddesses, um, read the sagas too. read as many of the sagas as you can from all the different regions. You know what I mean? Read the Volsunga saga, read the Inglinga saga, read the saga, the, the Njol saga, read, read all of the, and some of the bigger ones and the minor ones too, right? As many ones as you can get your hands on. Don't forget the sagas. It's not just about the lore. It's not just about the mythos. Um, get it all in. There's a lot of studying your lore. 
More than likely, however, what you will do is buy all of the books, pick out the bits and pieces of it as needed, spam post heathen-related content to your social media, develop an ambition of becoming a person of prominence within the community, and maybe flirt with the idea of starting your own kindred. You're going to be abusing words like skull and brother and sister a lot. You're going to be loud and you're going to be proud. And the rest of us just want you to calm down. Just a just, just a little bit, guys. Just a little bit. Love the enthusiasm. I was that way. I know people that listen and watch my content that have been doing this for as long, longer than me, can relate to this, right? I don't think this is unrelatable to anyone, and, and especially for you newer folks that may be tuning in. You know, you get it, you know? I was one of those ones at one point in time. Hail all father, till Valhalla, skull, brother, sister, that, right? Because of the other religious baggage that I carried with me into heathenry, or, you know, as I was learning about heathenry, these were, these were the, the reason why I was being this way, or, or, or the, maybe not the entire reason, but a lot of the reasons why I was being this way is because I was taking some of what I had already learned from a previous experience carrying it over into my new experience and, and some of those things just don't have a place there you know um the whole brother sister thing right familial titles i've talked about this many many times about false kinship and why i have such a problem with it myself i don't get on every social media thread post this that thing or the other on on on, on different forums and and scold people for saying this to one another let them be um, I sit back from a distance and I'm like, it, it's it's annoying. I don't I don't agree with it. I don't believe in it. Um, doesn't work for me. But you know, people are gonna do what they want to do, and so be vigorous, be proud of it, and 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 make that stance. And like he says, you know, you know, you want to. I think a lot of people. I think a lot of reason why people are this way, especially in the beginning, is it is such an exciting thing, right? You're learning about stuff that maybe you know you only heard about in storybooks growing up or you watched in a movie or you saw on a video or you know you heard of someone talking about um sort of like as if it wasn't even a real thing you know i can't tell you how many people nowadays still are are surprised and amazed that people who believe in odin thor and, and freya frig loki all the other gods goddesses etc uh, how surprised people are that that's a real religious view or faith or a path or spirituality. You know, a lot of people in, in more of the, again, dominant and conventional religions are are surprised at that. Like, wow, you believe in that? Those are just comic book tales or stories, right? Please. Phase two. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So the first thing you need to know about Phase 2 is you can't get to it until there's someone newer than yourself. The second thing you need to know is that just because there is someone newer than yourself does not automatically move you up. You see, in Phase 1, you have been corrected and guided, sometimes even to great dissatisfaction. But you've started to oblige, if for no other reason than to save yourself the exact same reactions. Yeah, um, I do want to say, um, don't get discouraged for any of you newer folks, right? And if this video or this podcast gets circulated around to, to groups of people that are just starting on their path and starting to learn, um, 
don't get discouraged when you come with what you think is accurate information, what you might think is truth, right? Um, and I'm not talking like your truth, right? Your UPG, your unverified personal gnosis, the experiences that you've had that no one else has had that are important and are valid, but that just don't have any backing in historical documentation that exists to this point in time. Don't be discouraged when your information that you share, like I'll, I'll give you an example, right? One time I was talking um, and I was, I, this is years ago. Um, and uh, it, 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 I was, I was talking about Sumble, the, the, the Sumble ritual. And um, then I, I was going into information and things about, you know, well, this is act, this is, this is, this is, you know, common misconceptions about Sumble. I hadn't done a proper Sumble. I haven't, uh, you know, I hadn't at that point in my time experienced what Sumble is and, and the, the structure of it all and, and all that. And I got told, you know, by, by a, by a gentleman, you know, no, you're wrong. <laughs> you're, you're flat out wrong. Don't be talking about stuff like this, you know? Um, but at the same time, he also was presenting me with knowledge and information and gave me the source material to go and research myself to be like, hey, what you're saying, you know, you're you're it was either. Yes, you're 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 on point with this or no, you're not. This is wrong or you're kind of close. You're near the mark. Here's where you can find more information about. It, right. I was being told where to go and, and how to find it. I got lucky with that. All right? Some people out here will just be like, what's wrong with you, you stupid idiot? You know, and, and, and where, where's your sources? Cite your sources. And then they won't even, you know, back it up. Um, there's different ways that people approach things, especially if they're in the advanced phases or stages of their of their uh, their 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 paganism. Right. If they've been they got a lot of miles under the tires. They're not going to be as probably not going to be as quick to want to put up with the trivial stuff right they'll be like well let the let the let the kids on the training wheels play in that space and let us guys over here gals whatever let's us over here on our unicycles or our advanced skills right let's hone our advanced skills right that's it, it's kind of like learning anything you know you don't you don't going back to the carpenter analogy you know you don't pick up a hammer saws tape measure and go build a house no, you know, you learn the basics, you learn the fundamentals, you learn how to read a tape measure, you learn how to, you know, read your, your, your angles and all these types of things. You learn all of the basic stuff, you apprentice, you learn, and then you apply that knowledge into a journeyman stage. And then once you apply and, and, and actually put miles under your own tires, then you can be classified and, and known by your peers as the master of your trade, you know, so Two, you will see someone where you used to be and acting as you used to act. You yep. will find yourself in the more senior position and ready to deliver the messages that you have now heard countless times. This, however, can lead to its own problems as some people elevate this into full-blown gatekeeping and a yep. more generalized contrarian behavior. Now, real quick on that. Um... One of the things that when I was learning, right, when I was coming up into, and I'm still learning, guys, like I'm not saying like I figured it all out and I'm here just to tell you how to do this thing. No, I'm still learning. We're all still learning. At least I hope we all can agree that we're students. We're all kind of like um, I heard I heard somebody say one time, you know, there's a reason why 
um, such advanced fields of study like doctors, lawyers, um, the field of medicine, um, uh, why those fields, why the professionals in those fields are said to be, quote unquote, practicing their craft, right? I am practicing medicine. I am practicing law. I am practicing this thing, that, the other, right? It is that they are fine tuning it. It's not that, or I'm studying, you might hear that, you know, but it, even when they get their degree, even when they are in their field of, of, of expertise performing at the level and the capacity that, you know, makes them the authority, they are still in the stage of practicing their, their craft. And I think that's an important analogy to, to compare to, right? Is, is that we're always studying, we're always learning, we're always practicing, we always got things to, to learn from, especially in this type of uh, arena. You know what I mean? Like so much of, of old ways beliefs are being uncovered, constantly being unsur you know, resurfaced, unsurfaced, discovered, right? So the things that we may have thought at one point in time now because of a recent discovery have been, you know, our thoughts and views have changed because, well, you know, what we thought at this one point in time was based off of this discovery. Now we've discovered something else. And so now we have to change. We have to shift. We have to adjust. Um, and one thing that I was that I, that I always thought of is, you know, if I, if I when I was at my very early stage, like phase one stages of things, and I was learning things, what what the way people would approach me, or the way I would get approached um, about something that I said, you know, if they came off really callous, really you know, uh, you know, demeaning in a way, it was discouraging for me to even want to engage more people because I'm like, well, if this is how everybody's acting and if this is how all the people in this space are going to behave, then, you know, why would I want to do that? Um, now, fortunately, I grew up in a way and in a lifestyle that really helped condition me to be, um, be able to receive criticism that was delivered in a very callous sort of way I'm not saying that it was right at the time uh, or that it was right every time but there are definitely times and, and places for that sort of quote-unquote tough love to happen right if you're being a jerk if you're not getting it um, sometimes you just need that kind of proverbial smack upside the head to to really get you into that like hey get back on track here back in line um that doesn't work for everybody that that approach doesn't work for everybody so when he's talking about this you know when, when you get to a point you start learning and then you you know can fall victim to this well i know more than you now and i'm gonna make you you know work for it i think that there's a there's a degree and there's a level of tact that needs to be employed um with that tactic like you know you can give people the benefit of researching finding their own answers because that is so satisfying you know when you when you are given hints and clues and you find answers yourself like that is so rewarding that you like man i found it right i was able to go and research and, and learn things and it is it's it it, it, it it makes you want to do more right it makes you want to research more and learn more it, it feeds that eagerness um so yeah like the gatekeeping thing like he's talking about like knowledge is free you know you can get online you can go to your library you can sign up for courses you can do all these things that are maybe not monetarily free but i'm just saying like and there's there's there is so much that is free i mean you can go online and find information for free 
very quickly and easily. Is it accurate information? Is it the right information? That's up to you to, to dig into, you know, and, and to find out and to talk with people who may know more than you who can help steer and direct you in that right direction. So the more we learn, the more we gather information, the more uh, knowledge that we collect, it is important, I think, for us to not just give it away freely, but not to gatekeep it and be like, you can't, you can't access this. You can't know what I know. I, you know, we want you to know what we know. I want people to know what I know. And I want to know what more, what, what I want to know what people know more than me. You know what I mean? I want to know the things that people that know more than me know. <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and this stage of things is kind of where that happens, I think. Um, and I love the way he puts it, so let's go on. As you well should know, for all the flaws of those in phase one, they are not always wrong. Often, they possess a simple yep. wisdom as they are seeing our actions with an outside lens. We should never just I ignore those with less experience. Mm -hmm. But for some, the idea of heeding the less experienced word is just too much. Many yeah, and I don't get that either. You know, like it, it almost seems like a... Like a like a like a blow to, to some people's pride when they get shown up or to, you know told off in a way by someone who quote unquote knows less than them. You know, we haven't been a heathen for for as long as I have. What what could you possibly know? Hey man, hate to tell you, but um, uh, I've been shown up philosophically, knowledge, um, book smarts. I've been I've been shown up a lot by people decades younger than me. Had a kid on this channel, um, on the Midgard Musings channel years ago that was, you know, he was 12, 13, 14 years old, man. And he was talking about stuff from a philosophical end. And I'm like, who who are you? <laughs> How old are you? You know, like, granted that philosophy is a bit different. Um, there's a lot of uh, perspective and stuff that gets inserted into philosophical conversations. But the kid's brain was bright. And he had a lot of knowledge and a lot of things to offer. And I love those interactions because it was mentally stimulating and it was giving me things to think about that I could apply to myself or to, uh, you know, the people who I share my life with and all this, right. It, you, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice and an injustice. If you're refusing to learn from people just because they're younger than you, because they don't know as much as you know, or haven't been on the path for as long as you have right tenure. Um, don't restrict your growth because you think that, you know, the, the person that hasn't been doing this as long as you knows less than you. Educators and leaders in our community start this process in phase two, but that does not mean that you do not have work to do. In fact, you will have more. Have more. You will still have deeper deconstruction to do, and there is always more to learn. You will find that the expectations put on you from the community grow with age, not lessen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're kind of like, I remember talking to the same guy that I mentioned earlier who kind of told me the what to, how for, what for, how to, whatever the terminology is about stumble. Um, I remember him telling me at one point, uh, just not all that long ago, uh, you know, like you're kind of, he, he told me, he's like, man, you're kind of in, you're, you're getting into this space now. You're, you're, arriving at a time where you're going to be looked at as a source of knowledge, a source of information. 
your responsibility, your obligation to be accurate, be, uh, you know, not just be out here spouting things all willy nilly, at least not, you know, if you're going to talk about you, you know, things that you've experienced, you know, always don't, don't use those experiences as the way other people should do things. Always use that disclaimer as UPG and stuff like that. I learned, I learned that, uh, important thing from Eric Shervin that the Ravens call in every one of his videos, you know, he always is saying, you know, um, this is just one heathen in East Texas views on things. I don't speak on behalf of the larger heathen community. I don't even speak on behalf of my tribe, uh, the Hridgar, his tribe in East Texas. Um, he, he, he uses the term, you know, I'm not some awesome Pope of heathenry or something like, I love that about Eric's, um, delivery on things, you know, and he shares a wellspring of knowledge in his content. Um, I'll link his stuff down in the, in the description and stuff too, for those of you who maybe are unaware of who I'm talking about. Um, but his name is Eric Shervin, Eric Word Weaver Shervin. He has a community on Facebook called Word Weaver Productions. Um, and he's his his channel is is under his namesake, but his his show uh, was called The Ravens Call, and his content has been scarce as of late just due to life and whatnot. But he does have a back catalog of amazing things. Be, do be sure to check him out. Same thing, you know. He's he's uh, he's one of the reasons why I've done what I've done with content like this. He's a big inspiration. He he he's become a friend of mine. Even though we don't talk regularly, we have each other's number. I know I can call or talk to him. Um, and, and, and he'll get back to me, right? Good guy, really good guy. And he's taught me that valuable aspect of sharing of knowledge and that the responsibility falls on you more heavily and greater when you put yourself out here like this and you start kind of presenting yourself as a, I know what I'm talking about type of person. Um, so the work doesn't stop. It doesn't slow down. It gets even more, uh, more in depth. So absolutely agree with him what he's saying. Snorse Pagan, you'll be looked at from both sides. In essence, everybody is going to be watching you. All the truth is, is that not everybody is cut out to lead this phase. In this phase, you should continue to identify and deconstruct areas in your life where you still hold a monochromatic lens. Assist newer Norse Pagans as best as possible without overstepping. Study more broadly without neglecting your previous study materials. Basically, you should now be refining your knowledge and skills and discovering how to apply what you've learned to the everyday world around yourself. However, what you will do is get into a lot of arguments over semantic points. At yep. least once, you'll carry a personal feeling into a situation where it shouldn't be, if not a handful of times. You're going to make wildly inaccurate claims from time to time with your full chest and have to admit you were wrong. And overall, you're going to be finding yourself being humbled a time or two. And that is good. Um, it's happened to me. Um, even not too long ago, you know. Um, and that that I think is kind of the the, the uh, a mark of of someone who is truly in the position of what they're doing, right? They're in this phase for the right reasons. They're not out here trying to persuade people to think the way they think. They don't want to dictate how other people think based off of what they think. They 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 want to share what they know, and they do they do so with vigor and with gusto and with conviction. Um, however, 
when they are presented with legitimate facts of, hey, you're off the mark here, and here's the reason why, they're able to receive that and be, and, and, and again, shift, you know, take what people have said, take the, the more knowledgeable people, because like you say, you know, you, all eyes on you. You're being seen as someone who people can look up to from the phase one side, and you're also being looked at from the phase three or above, whatever side of things, as what is this person doing? What are they out here saying? I had an experience like that um, at Shadowmoot this year at the Raven Moonhearth event where I was approached by a gentleman um, who has been on, as he calls it, the Teutonic path for longer than I've been alive. He's in his 70s. His great-grandfather was, was Icelandic and taught him how to read runes and all this type of stuff, right? So this guy has family traditions passed down to him. He's got, you know, things that the way his family done things that he was that he's been doing his whole adult life. You know, again, longer than I've been alive. Um, and that people like that are, are looking at people like me and going, "What's this? What's this dude saying? Or what's this gal saying?" Right? And they're and they're scrutinizing and they're they're observing and they're watching and there are going to be times when you're going to be told you're 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 off the mark here and and so i i, I love that that aspect of that that portion of this where he's talking about um you know taking that criticism taking that monochromatic lens like you know and and breaking that apart and and getting out of that deconstructing that perspective not just looking at things through the way you see it but getting a broader aspect and learning more about it and becoming more of, of again like a, a, you know the, the greater worldview of things i realize that what we're talking about now is very specific um but it does have kind of it does loop into why i wanted to do this podcast on what do we do once we are norse pagan so let's listen to some more but to sharpen a blade you must first grind it, as this process removes the burrows and the blade will become more useful. So too must we sharpen ourselves and make ourselves more useful to the broader community. Oh man, that's a great analogy. That is a great analogy. You know, for a blade to become useful, you have to grind it before you can sharpen it. You have to get rid of those rough edges. Um, and even before that, you have to subject it to intense and grueling ordeal you have to quench it you have to torch it you have to burn it you have to beat it there's a lot of adversity that a blade goes through before it ever gets to the grinding part of things um, but even once it goes through that quench and even once it goes through that initial stress test there are still refining moments you know got to grind off those those hard edges. All right, so here we go into phase three. Do you mean to wish me a good morning, or do you mean that it is a good morning whether I want it or not? Or perhaps you mean to say that you feel good on this particular morning? Or are you simply stating that this is a morning to be good on? Well, at once, I suppose. And here we are, phase <laughs> three. The phase many aspire to get to, but few reach. At phase three, you have established yourself within your community, proven consistent in your character, demonstrated an ability to provide good counsel, and have thoroughly loosened up. You don't have to be old, 
but you will have an old soul when it counts. The rest of the time, you're likely to be cracking yourself up with the jokes and pranks you'll be pulling to alleviate the boredom. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've told people, um, you know, don't take yourself so seriously. Um, that's, that's a lot easier said than done, I think, for, for a lot of folks. Um, admittedly, myself included, but I, uh, I don't take myself very seriously. You know, I think you guys have, have, that have, that have watched or, or listened to my content, you know, over the years have seen that, uh, part of me, even on screen, you know, if you know me in person, you know, uh, just how kind of silly I, I, I can be and, and, and where my humor kind of goes and, and the type of looseness that I, uh, you know, achieve when it comes to just being around people who I know um, or talking to people in a, in a, in a conversational setting. Uh, it's, it's, I don't take myself very seriously. I take what I do serious when it needs to be taken serious, right? When there is piety needed for a ritual or when there is, you know, a, a somberness for, for an event or something, you know what I mean? Like I know when to be what I need to be, but for the most part, I mean, I'm not walking around like with my chest up in the air and, you know, you will address me as oh, la, 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 chieftain, blah, blah, blah. No, whatever, man. Like that's, doesn't matter. I mean, I don't, <laughs> it matters for the reasons that it matters, but it, I don't use those things to, define who i am 24 7 right it's 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 a position it's a it's a title it's it's a thing that i have to do um you know obligations that i have to meet that sort of thing so but the rest of the time i'm just it's just jesse stage you're basically a wizard with a gaggle of hobbits to lead. people may mistake your cheerful nature for one of complacency but few rounds of percussion maintenance will set that machine back to working order I did just want to say, you know, percussion maintenance. Um, I know th th this is probably not what he's referring to here in this video, but um, this is my percussion maintenance. That drum right there, this this drum behind me that you can't really see because it's you kind of see it, it's. There's my percussion maintenance. I don't think that's what he means here, but um, that is a percussion instrument, and drumming is definitely a way that helps heal me and maintains my character and my consistency of who I am. You know, it kind of helps level things out. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Drum therapy is amazing. I'm not sure what to put here, as this is a station above me, so I'm just going to describe phase three as I see it. You okay. are wise, but paradoxically, you are immature at times. Okay, hold on just a second. That's, uh, I've only watched this video like maybe once and I, and I seem to have missed that particular, well, more than once, but I've seen, I, I particularly missed that segment of the video where he says that this is something that is above him. So he's just going to say what he thinks. Great delivery. To say that something is above you is what we have to do. If we're, if we're, trying to talk about something it's like hey this isn't really my wheelhouse or i don't really have a horse in this race that's important because otherwise you're gonna be somebody who's listening to that and if he hadn't said that you'd be like well then that's what it is you know again people that are at a lower level or at a, at a lesser phase or that are 
just coming into something are going to be looking ahead and seeing people that are out here putting videos out, which is why I have such a, you know, I have such a voice about people that are out here doing some things and saying some things and they're not doing their due diligence, their research, their, uh, you know, they're not being diligent about the position that they put themselves in. Uh, you know, they, they're out here just talking out of their butts. A lot of them are, you know. Um, and there's there's so many people out here that are just and they have a huge following. You know, that's the other thing, too, is, is you know, they're out here and they got a huge following. They're they're, you know, Internet superstars. And I use that term very loosely. Internet celebrities, what have you. you know, they have a name. They have a following. I have a following, too, but I mean, it's not. You, you get what I'm trying to say. Justin here, like he's 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 prefacing, he's giving this disclaimer to say, I'm not at this stage. I'm not going to try to pretend that I am. I'm just going to say what I think. And here's what he has to think. We're, it's like we're wizards. Uh, or, or he's saying it's like they're wizards. Human nature is frankly spooky. And you get the impression somebody from phase three could whisper to Shia LaBeouf to shut the fuck up. And he would actually listen. <laughs> they give you the impression that they have a small shack in the middle of a strip of trees with the bones of fallen foes feeding into a garden that is protected by geese that they tamed in a staring contest. Um, that's oddly specific. I personally have squirrels. What I'm saying is, you don't want to upset somebody in phase three. I mean, it is difficult to do, but if you manage it, the walls of your asshole are going to clap shut so fast that the sound that resonates into the wild will be the only clue of your demise. <laughs> oh my gods, all of them. That is hilarious. He's, he's, he's weaving words himself. This, the, the, this is great. I, I love the... This is humorous, but in the best way possible. Like, I am laughing my ass off hearing him describe these things the way he is. This is great. People in Phase 3 offer wisdom, insight. Oftentimes, they offer it before you've realized that you needed to hear it or heed it. In Phase 3, you should be advising councils on what to do with rings of power or something. I'm not really sure. Or something. But somehow, you're stuck here dealing with us. Maybe it's your haminga, but whatever the reason. Hey, I like the, I like the, I like the, uh, I like the, the use of the word in its proper context. Justin, haminga is, you know, our, our, our luck that goes with us, the luck that we've um, inherited, um, the luck that strengthens along us as we go through our familial line. You know, um, great application, sir. Very well done. Thank you. Of our phase three people. We know this kind of turned into a babysitting gig, except all the kids are armed and have no concept of self-preservation. But we do appreciate you. Without repeating myself, what you will be doing is whatever the fuck you feel like, and the rest of us can just deal with it. You will come and go as you please, speak above the heads of the majority, or speak directly to people who think they understand, but have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. And you'll be cultivating the next generation of leaders. You will fight to preserve the practices and legacies you have established. While we toil in the trenches of the drama, you offer glimpses of the bigger pictures. 
dude that was great justin man i i uh that that's awesome you know I, and, and am i at phase three i don't know i mean I, like i said i'm always the learner never the master you know i never want to be but i do know the that some of the things that i say get um you know they get uh they get taken with consideration um i mentioned earlier about or he mentioned earlier percussion maintenance and that the drums are a way for me to maintain things um in my path my spirituality um maybe you are also looking for some uh, excuse me percussion maintenance maybe you need a drum in your life or maybe you know someone who needs a drum in your life or maybe you know someone who can get you a drum in your life because they're looking to get you a gift for yule coming up here soon um fialvateer workshop can definitely assist with that so let's hear a word from them before we continue Gyalvatir Workshop is dedicated to the old ways, offering a wide selection of animist ritual supplies, divination tools, altar goods, and home decor including premium reindeer hides imported from traditional herders in northern Finland. Whether you're just starting your spiritual journey or looking to expand your collection with a custom drum, we have everything you need. Visit our online store at Gyalvatir.com and discover the beauty of Mountain Spirit. And speaking of that, the drums that you see, a lot of the the uh, the art the, the the artwork is is I mean everything is here that you see the, the the drum, the the hammer rattle that's in the back there. There's some other things on here that don't really make themselves too obvious. Um, they are all from Fjallvatir. Um So check out the description and show notes of this podcast um, for their website. Um, they do have uh a, a, a very quick turnaround they're usually a day or two or more ahead of schedule when it comes to shipping to make sure especially this time of year that they are doing everything in their power uh and their capabilities to get things out to the people on time before the holidays you know you can't control uh the united states postal service or any other international excuse me shipping means fedex ups whatever uh, but Fjallvatir does everything that they can possible to make sure that they're doing their part to get things out. And that way the couriers, um, you know, nothing is held up on their end. Um, if anything is held up, it's on the courier side. So um, check them out. Links in the description and show notes. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, if you want to listen to more of, of, of the Heathen Nerds stuff, uh, check out their socials that are linked down below as well. Um because there might be some more stuff that we didn't listen to today. But that was, you know, that was phase one, two, and three of your Norse paganism. Now, where do you find yourself? You know, where do you classify yourself? Are you in that phase one still learning, you know, skull everybody this and brother, sister, everyone that? Um, are you kind of in that middle stage where you're finding your voice and establishing yourself um, and wanting to speak on things that you are convicted in and want to share your thoughts with others to kind of help them, you know, maybe guide them or, or show them things the way you see them. Right. Um, or are you on that kind of phase three end of the spectrum where you're kind of doing whatever the fuck you want to do? You figured it out to the degree that you want to carry yourself and, and being that sort of 
elusive kind of wild uh, interesting person that some people get but everybody else you're just like mm, yeah maybe maybe you get it maybe you don't i don't know be interesting um but what else makes us heathen you know or 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 what do you do once you've discovered that you're heathen um you kind of have to again like you know i think this video really fits well with the discussion today because what where are you in your phase of things um do you want to go a bit more into the historical reconstructionist old ways style of things maybe um you know where 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 is your interest where is your where is where are things pulling you towards right are you going into more of a new ways right where you sort of use the the norse germanic model or aesthetic on things and and overlay it into a very neo-pagan modern wiccan style of things it's not about you know you're wrong if you're doing it that way um it's just a matter of i think you know uh if you're going to find yourself under the uh, the description of heathen there are definite things that go with that, right? Um, my personal opinion, okay, and and we'll wrap it up here soon because I don't want to get too deep into things for sake of time. And are we going now for an hour? Is is that you know, if I'm going to be a, a Germanic heathen, then I'm going to uh, follow things as closely as I can to what we know as how ancient Germanic heathens, pre-Christian Germanic peoples viewed the world. When did they observe their holy tides? How did they reckon time? What did they do when a child was born? What did they do um, when they claimed land? What, you know, what was their perspective of the afterlife? What was their perspective of the complex of soul uh, or the soul complex, right? How did they view themselves and one another? right um where did they go when they died does it even matter right all of these various things that are very heathen specific worldviews that if all you're doing is just you know holding your yule celebration in december um and and holding it for 12 nights and you're calling yourself heathen in my opinion right and again don't don't take this with more than just what what i'm saying right now is that that is not particularly heathen it's pagan you can you can have hold yule for however many nights you really feel like the ancient heathens pre-christian heathens did it for three nights and they did it on the first full moon after the first new moon following the winter solstice they didn't do it for 12 nights in december on the winter solstice they did it when they did it right and if that's all you're, and I'm just, again, spitballing, like using, using an example, if that's all you're going to classify your heathenry around, then you probably got more things to research and more things to learn before you can officially, um, or, you know, with conviction, call yourself heathen. Now, again, does it matter in the long run what you call yourself? Again, I'm not going to sit back here and watch or listen or, or you know, observe anybody else's posts online or whatever and be like well you're not a heathen why do you call yourself heathen I, you know you observe the wiccan sabbats or you know this thing that or the other 
I'm not going to do that. None of my business. All right. Going back to Eric Shervin from the Ravens call, not my hall, not my call. Um, and I will always give credit to Eric for that because that is probably one of the greatest monikers, one of, one of the greatest phrases, maybe is a better term. But uh, yeah, one of the, it's not my hall, not my call. You do what you want to do. Um, if you're interested and you want to know more, you want to learn more, then definitely follow Midgard Musings. I mean, again, I try to share things knowledge-wise, um, how, how much I can or how much I'm able to post things about, you know, the content that's related to Germanic heathenry um, to, to, the, to, to the degree that I feel is, is the most accurate for, for the time. I don't post everything. I am not a full-time social media content creator. Are there other content creators out there? Yes, absolutely. That are doing great things that are, that are sharing invaluable information to help people that are interested in growing in their way, you know? Um, but you know, are, are, are you restricted to, to your title of heathenry based off of when you hold your holidays, what clothes you wear, what jewelry you wear? Do you have a beard? You know, you know that sort of thing no um they they are again they are they are, those types of things i think you know your identity how you are want to be perceived your your personality the the, the thing that you're really capturing uh, especially when you first come into this is is that it's an aesthetic you know so we associate this type of belief with a certain look but um it's not what defines you. It's not what defines you, you know. And if all you're going to do is get caught up in the, the, the names, the titles, um, you're 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 going to slow yourself down. Honestly, um, learn as much as you can. Find out where you want to be. Don't go places just because everybody else is going places. If you feel pulled or drawn, um, or inspired to do something else, follow something else, explore other areas, then go for it. You know, now that doesn't mean that it's going to fall under the heathen, right? Quote unquote, heathen way of doing things or, 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 or a heathen worldview of things, but does it have to? No, not necessarily. You can, you can be many things. You can wear many hats. Um, but you know, for me personally, I've 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 reached a point in my life where you know, having I don't like to be all over the place. I don't like to, you know. Well, one day I feel like I want to worship, you know, you know, in a way that that is reminiscent of how the Greeks did it, and then in another time of day or week or month or whatever, I want to do it how you know the Asiatic peoples did it, or or German or, or or you know Japanese Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism, uh, you know. And then I'm going to come back at some time of the year and I'll do it the Germanic way. I like uh, experiencing the knowledge that comes from, from researching those things. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I, I'm heathen. I, I view the world as a heathen would view the world, at least to the best of my knowledge. you know. And the, the tribe that I am oath to, the tribe that I serve, is a Germanic heathen tribe. And so we build our... Uh, tribal structure around the pre-Christian Germanic heathen models 
right? So when we gather, when we do our things, that is how we collectively view the world. Uh, how individuals of the tribe view the world and how in individuals want to do their thing that is sovereign to them. And that is what we believe. We, we believe in the sovereignty of hearth. So my perspective on things doesn't necessarily reflect the entire tribe's perspective on things. But when we come together as a tribe, we share that commonality. So um, anyways, there you guys go, right? What do you do? Once you've identified yourself as a heathen, what do you do once you're heathen? Well, you do it all. You, 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 you get in there, you get your hands dirty, get ready for criticism. Be, be, you know, you got to have some thick skin. You got to have some thick skin because there, there's going to be points and there's going to be moments. There's going to be times when you have things that you want to talk about or you want to say, you want to share and inevitably you're gonna have people come fire back on you and be like nah dude nah girl right whatever um and you gotta know how to approach that you know some people come at you with um good intentions some people come at you just to be jerks there are trolls out there know the landscape know when to pick your battles um especially again now and today if, if you if you're a person that is on social media to any degree then I'm probably preaching to the choir with with regards to this. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times I bite my proverbial tongue when uh, looking at some stuff online. Right? You know, you'd be like, "Well, I want to say this thing, that, or the other," because you're off the mark here. Is that the way to go about it? I don't. Know. It's up to you to decide. But um, yeah. There we guys go. Um, so, you know, Justin, he's a nerd. Guys, check him out in the, uh, the links in the description and, and, and show notes below. If you do go check him out, maybe just drop a comment on his stuff and tell him that Midgard Musings directed you over there. It'd be interesting to see how many of a uh, how much of my audience follows him now after this episode, just to kind of track and see. You know, be interesting. Um, but anyways, I hope you all enjoyed today's video. Um, for those of you that are watching on Patreon, thank you for your support. And I hope all of you listeners out there on the audio platforms enjoyed listening. And I hope it's been helpful. You know, um, we got one more episode to wrap up this year's season. Um, so season four is going to be wrapping up next week. Um, I did mention last time on the podcast that we were going to have uh, an episode with myself and John talking about his experience with Freya. Um, due to the tornado activity that happened just this past week in Tennessee, we had to cancel and reschedule. So we will be uh, doing that sometime in 2024. Don't have a, a date set just yet, but we will be figuring it out. And we will be doing it. So more to come on that. So that'll be happening in season five. And what else? Um, yeah, we're going to be doing that. There was something else I think I was going to say, but it's somehow evading my mind. Oh, um, so one more episode of season four and Friday. Um, I believe it's Friday, the 22nd. Yeah, Friday, uh, December 22nd. On YouTube, Facebook, both. Um, so you guys be sure to, to subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook if you're there. Uh, we'll be doing a live stream on both those platforms and, and abroad 
um, with myself, Papa Olson, a Fjallbatir workshop, Patrick Walsh of the Highland Mental Health Spiritual uh, Group on Facebook, Sid Ryder of Inner Demon Media, um, and uh, Josh Thompson, my my Gothi of, of Thoroughly Folk. Uh, we're all going to be meeting and, and doing a virtual panel to answer your questions about the 2023 Fire on the Mountain Summit. I've, I've done a couple of podcasts, well, more than just a couple. You guys know uh, I've talked about it before, and we want to answer your questions. There was a live Facebook and YouTube uh, stream event, um, so you please be sure to put it on your calendars. It'll be starting at 7 p.m. Central Time on Friday, December 22nd. Um, and we're just going to be going and we're going to be talking about our experiences on Fire on the Mountain and answering your questions. So please uh, RSVP to that. You can find it on uh, YouTube and Facebook. I'll put links down below so you guys can find it as well. Uh, so you can remind yourselves on when that's happening. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for this week's episode and today's topic. So I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, leave a comment right into the podcast if you want with your thoughts. That email address for writing in is Midgard Musings tn at gmail.com or or in addition you can also call into the podcast hotline and leave a voicemail that number is 615-671-9832 would love to hear what your thoughts are and where you are on uh on this whole norse pagan thing um are you at phase one, phase two, phase three, right? We're, or maybe you're at phase 97 and we're just going to have an interesting dialogue back and forth. But yeah, whatever you guys want to do, write in, call in, comment. Uh, it's much appreciated and we encourage it. Uh, so thank you all for your support. Greatly appreciated. We see each other again next week's episode, the last episode of season four. Take care of yourselves. May the gods continue to notice you and may your ancestors smile upon you. See you in the next one.